Hi everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a show dedicated to young believers pursuing the goal of healthy marriage and family. You know, we live in a world where getting married and starting a family is far too often postponed for longer than God designed and pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things. But the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As young believers, we have the choice to prioritize what matters most in our lives every day and to live face to face with God and others. Every Thursday and Sunday on this show, I'll be sharing research conducting interviews and reviewing articles on the importance of marriage and family for society. I'll also be releasing exclusive content such as spoken word poetry, allegorical short stories, and bonus episodes for subscribers. Friends, God did not set us up to live life alone. The truth of the matter is that every minute of your adult life that you wait to marry is a minute of your life that you're not spending with your life partner. While some might be content to live with the consequences of this arrangement, I would argue that those who wish to spend as much of their life as possible with their mate are perfectly within reason and soundness of value to do so. It is my deepest hope that this podcast inspires Generation Z to pursue marriage, become the best spouses and parents the world has ever seen, serve with furious intentionality, love well, and discover the joy of hanging the moon for another. To access my sources, subscribe to the show, or get your copy of my latest book, visit anchor.fm slash seth-hensley, or check out the show notes of each episode. Alright, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 178 of the Restoring Rapport podcast. We're super excited for the content we got planned out for you guys today. As always, this is a podcast about keeping marriage and family as central goals for young believers and prioritizing relationship in a world of many distractions. And today, we are coming at you with a really cool episode. We are going to be reacting to YouTube shorts on the subject of marriage. And I think YouTube is a really good litmus test often for what the current cultural ideas regarding marriage are. Um, and again, there is the caveat of the YouTube videos that I'm going to be watching are from my personal YouTube channels. So they are catered to me uh, based on what I usually watch. Um, the, sh the shorts that they think I will like, that the YouTube algorithm thinks I will like are popping up in my feed. But I do think it would give you guys at least some value um, just to see random videos um, that are thrown onto YouTube about what about the subject of marriage and how people are thinking about it, whether or not they are pursuing it. Again, just a couple of stats that we often throw out on this show. Uh, less than less than half of adults ages 18 and older in this country are married. Uh, in 1960, it was 79% ages of adult ages 18 of adults ages 18 and older were married. So we've dropped a huge number. We've dropped from 80% of adults being married to less than half of adults being married in the last you know 60 years, uh, which is to me is very concerning as somebody who loves. Um, not only the idea of marriage, but thinks that it's a very good and stabilizing influence for particularly young men to have in their life. And I believe that most young men and women are designed and providentially intended by God to marry. This is a show for young believers who are pursuing marriage. So naturally, we're going to give the design of God as a reason for you to get married. Um, and I think that's, you know, clear all throughout scripture in very many different ways. But uh, today we're not going to get into that. What we're going to do is we're going to look at the cultural ideas of marriage that are prevalent today. And we're going to just kind of react to that and respond to that. Um, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Again, I'm doing YouTube shorts. So these are very short clips on YouTube that YouTube has put in my feed in hopes that I will click them. Um, so let's go ahead and start this. Amen. are wondering like, why aren't men wanting to get married these days? Why are men not even approaching me and talking to me anymore? Why are men checking out completely? Look at the risk reward of getting into a relationship with a woman, potentially for a family and kids. You know, if you want to sleep around and just like hoe it up as a dude and 
salute, brother. Go handle business. The is game ends in the same for us. Is, it, is that enough Can you find happiness? Can you find happiness and joy? For some men, it's great. But I think every man on a deeper level yearns for a family, yearns for that dream, like a woman that's that supportive, nurturing. Women are wondering. Okay, so this guy, let's just talk about what this guy said. He said a lot there. Uh, he said it basically it was a no-brainer as to why men are not getting, getting married because he thinks that there's not a reward or an incentive for men to marry and pursue a stable family, even though he said that he believes they are there's something deep down in men that yearns for that. But he also endorsed um, the behavior of hookup culture and said that, you know, it's fine if men want to go around and sleep with whoever they want, which is a common attitude today. Um, and um, I'll respond to that first. I don't think that is a good way to live. Obviously, as a believer, I have moral issues with that. But let's just talk about the um, the logical conclusion of where that goes. So if you follow that route, if you go down the route of hookup culture and sleeping with whoever you want, whenever you want, wherever you want, however you want, in the way that you want, um, all that is is hedonistic pleasure-seeking, and there's no delayed gratification understanding there. There's no um, idea of, hey, maybe I should pick one person so that I actually can put in the time to build a really, really good sex life with them. It's just like, I'll take whatever cheap sex I can get um, because I don't know these people and I haven't really built a relationship with them. I'm not emotionally invested in them, but I can just engage in the bodily act of sex and it'd be fine. So what you're doing there is you're settling for a less than the best sexual experience. Uh, if you think that you can have a good, the best, the top of the best sexual experience that you possibly can just with somebody that you randomly just met, um, that's not possible. It'd be like going to a a trade or a sport or any kind of hobby and expecting to be a master of that trade sport or hobby without putting any hours into that, uh, that into that, that investment into that entity. And it, that's a ridiculous thing to think. Nobody thinks you can become a master without putting the hours in the same thing applies for a sexual life. You cannot have a ideal sexual uh, experience if you are doing it with people that you do not even know and you've never even met. And on top of that, the only way to have a, the best sexual experience possible is to, again, get to know somebody in, a, in an environment where there is safety and commitment, uh, which I would say the best environment for that is marriage. Uh, logically speaking, marriage makes it hard for your partner to leave. Um, it may it creates a bond, um, you know, not even beyond emotionally. It creates a bond that is has legal restrictions. Um, so again, it's a very safe place to engage in a sexual act, and it is also a place where monogamy is upheld. So what that does is it makes you work through any sexual issues you have with one person. Instead of just um, throwing in the towel and quitting as soon as you encounter a sexual difficulty, you actually have to put in the work and say, hey, if I really want to have a good sexual experience, I'm going to have to put the work into getting there with this person. I can't just quit and start over every time I encounter a problem. You know, if we quit and start over every time we encounter a sexual problem, we'll never have a good sex life. So that's my response to the hookup culture, in addition to the fact that I believe it damages people's ability to bond and connect. Um, I won't really get into that, but there's a really good uh, documentary by Exodus Cry on hookup culture. Uh, I would highly recommend you go check that out. It's on YouTube. It's totally free. I would really recommend that as a good resource for why hookup culture isn't good. Uh, responding to his second point, he said that men and men didn't have incentives to get married. I think that's total total BS. Men are incentivized to get married, um, not through I would say legal legal. Uh, benefits most of the time, but through social benefits. So, and through statistical benefits, M married men are um, more healthy. They die later. They make more money. 
They're less likely to abuse drugs and alcohol. They're more likely to have a stable emotional life. They're less likely to have mental health problems. Um, the list goes on for how, how married men are usually overall way healthier than single men. Um, so I would say men are incentivized to marry for those reasons. So I think that both of those issues that he pointed out really don't hold that much water. Let's move on, though, and see what the next person has to say on the YouTube clips. Why would I get married? Why? Yeah. There's no actual reason to get married. It can complicate things. I have some friends that just have a woman they love and they had kids and they just didn't get married. I find them happier than those that get married. There's something about it. I don't know what it is, but, but I feel like once you put the marriage title on it, there's just this like added pressure. pressure too, right? yeah. that, like the relationship doesn't yeah. need. Did you hear about this new food that like completely destroys sex drive in women? No. no. Wedding cake. <laughs> 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 Why would I get married? Okay. Those guys just seem to be kind of pretty much idiots. I mean, as far as, uh, you know, their worldview regarding regarding sexuality and marriage and saying that there's some added pressure once you get married. Yeah, there is an added pressure. It's called being the, the person in charge of uh, providing for your family. Since when did pressure become a bad thing? Pressure is actually what guys, I believe, need uh, in order to incentivize them to walk a road that they're designed to walk. Um, if you have a lack of pressure, often what that produces is a lazy man. If you have a lack of motive, if you have a lack of, if you don't give a man a reason to support a family, essentially, um, that all that's going to produce in him is laziness and a not really good life. So I would, I would, I would question these guys and ask them basically, you know, why is pressure driving you away from marriage? Yes, there is going to be pressure to put bread on the table and provide for your family. But I would say that's actually a good pressure that prompts you to get off your lazy butt and do something with your life. So let's move on though. I really don't have much response for them because I don't think much went much thought went into that clip. Uh, so let's move on. Hi guys, this is just a quick reminder that you can use the link in the show notes to send me a voice message with a comment or a question. People used to date for marriage. That was the point of dating, yeah. to get married and start a family. But also marriage wasn't always a positive thing. Marriage used to be like a, a man owned his wife in a lot of ways. There was more domestic violence when it marriage. was... Marriage? Also, there's less benefits to marriage nowadays, too. Marriage is not true, the man. best possible thing for women. That's true. It is. It truly is. I, it, women do better financially. Men do better financially as well when they're married. It makes way more sense for people to be married for your children. I mean, the for men, especially if you grow up with a single mother, the rates of you being incarcerated, not graduating school, drugs and all this stuff is sky high. And so, you know, marriage is the best thing that's happened for both of the sexes. People used to date. Uh, all that is true. I really like what that girl there on the left was saying. If you're a subscriber to the show, you can see the YouTube shorts that we're reacting to in addition to hearing them. Uh, I really liked what she said. She was painting a very positive picture of marriage that I was, is accurate in every way. Um, you had the, the person on the right side of the table there um, talking about how marriage ha ha is not without its flaws in the past and how the 1960s kind of idea of marriage, uh, people often perceived it as a man owning a woman and uh, treating her like, lives like livestock. And whatnot. Um, in some places of the world, that's still done today. In the Islamic cultures, women or women, I'm sorry, are seen as property, and they are owned and controlled by men. Um, and marriage is, I would say, you know, has a lot of problems in Islamic culture for that those reasons. But today, it's not done, and no entity or system is without its taints and its spots and in its history. So, I, I would say, just because something has been done done wrong in the past regarding marriage, doesn't make marriage itself a bad idea. Just because you've seen bad experiences, bad marriages in your personal life doesn't mean that marriage itself is a bad idea. A better way, a more humble way of looking at that that life, life experience is saying, hey, maybe those marriages, 
maybe marriage isn't the problem. Maybe it's the people in those marriages making poor decisions that are the problem and the reason that they're finding themselves in unhealthy situations. And what that woman said on the left regarding uh, the health benefits and the financial benefits of marriage is true in my experience. I've looked into these studies and all the resources and uh, statistics that I have, that I cite on the show are available uh, in the link in the show notes. You can check those out. I make them publicly available. So, you know, I'm not just making up numbers about how marriage is more healthy. It is actually true according to the majority of studies that I've seen, really all the all the studies that I've seen that are, you know, peer reviewed articles written by um, experts in the field say that marriage is a good idea and comes with health benefits that cannot be replicated by any other romantic living situation. So I think that woman on the left had the real, um, the real, the real good argument in this clip. And another thing I would point out about what she said is that um, marriage is the statistically the most likely place to raise healthy children. Um, children who come from a two-parent home, a mother and a father home, are statistically more likely to do well in virtually every area of life uh, comp when compared to children who come from a broken home or a single-parent home. Um, those they usually have a harder time. And I'm not saying your child doesn't have a chance if you're, you're a single mom or a single dad. Definitely not saying that. I'm not even saying that I'm not condemning you in any way for the situation you find yourself in. Sometimes that, that situation uh, that you find yourself in came about through no fault of your own. So I'm definitely not condemning you. All I'm saying is that statistically marriage is a good idea for those reasons. And if you believe uh, in having sex, <laughs> if you believe that's a good idea, a good thing, if you believe sex is a good thing, then um, what you really are forced to believe, in my opinion, is that marriage is good because if, if, if children are healthier in the context of marriage and if children are the result of sex, it, should you choose not to use contraceptives or get in the way of nature, then it only makes sense to say that marriage is the safest place for sex. So I would say that those are all good arguments that support the lady on the left's argument. Let's go move on to one more that we'll try and get to one more um, before we close out. And this has been really fun. I really like uh, doing these. So let's see what the next one is. Well, why get married? People want a partner. Half the dialogue that you hear between people, especially if they're single, is related to their desire to have a partner. And of course, half the dialogue you hear from people who are in a relationship is how to deal with problems in their relationship. But it's a very rare person who doesn't need and want an intimate relationship. And then you have to ask yourself, well, what does intimate mean? And the, the cheap interpretation of intimate is sexual, but that's a pale reflection in some sense of true intimacy even on the sexual front, because true intimacy means getting to know someone. Um, I'm not going to in any way attempt to uh, correct anything that was just said in that video. That last one that you heard was Jordan Peterson, who, if you listen to the show, you're quite familiar with. He is a master when it comes to, uh, I would I would say, marriage advice, as well as the statistical benefits of marriage. And I think that everything you said there was correct. I think that most people, the average person that you meet on the side of the road is going to have a desire, drive, and I would say calling of God for a romantic, um, romantic relationship. And that is manifested in the fact that they're often lonely and depressed and are not healthy in a variety of ways, physically and mentally, when they do not have a partner. So that, that in itself should indicate to us that we are designed for something more. If we're, if you're seeing a less than, less than ideal living situation in your life and less than ideal emotional outlook, if you're single, that might be an indicator to you that, hey, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I'm actually uh, making life decisions that are having negative consequences on my life, and I should instead be looking to uh, enter a marriage and find that as a um, 
find that as a way of living because I'm called of God to do so. It's a, it's a healthier way to live on average for most people. So I think he's absolutely 100% right there. And again, the intimacy front, I do think that most people think intimacy just equates to sex, but emotional intimacy, I would say, is a huge part of what a marriage is. And that's a that's another big thing that I would say marriage has that other romantic living situations, such as cohabitation, hooking up, uh, engaging engaging in casual se- sex, or hopping from one part to partner to another, do not have. Marriage, you have the opportunity to build a trust and an intimate bond with somebody through the hardships and stresses of life, through the obstacles that you overcome, that the other, um, you know, romantic living situations do not offer. You know, through marriage, you not only have the, it's, it, if you're making it as po- hard as possible to withdraw from the marriage, if you're basically locking yourself into that lifelong covenant and saying, may all these consequences fall on my head if I withdraw from the marriage, I would I would say there's probably more trust there than if you're just living with somebody and saying, uh, you know, this seems really good right now. Let's see where it goes, but I'm leaving myself a backdoor out of the relationship just in case something better comes along. I mean, you can't have the level of trust and emotional intimacy there. Um, you can't have as much trust and emotional intimacy there in that situation as you can when you have a healthy marriage. So those are a couple thoughts I would give you on Jordan Peterson's clip there again very good clip i've really enjoyed this this video guys i've really enjoyed this podcast episode i'd like to see just kind of i hope it was a litmus test for you of what the cultural outlook on marriage is currently today uh, particularly amongst amongst generation z the younger the younger folks um my generation um because a lot of them really don't have a good view on marriage and you'll notice that a lot of the younger people in this video in fact i would say a, a statistical statistically significant number of them uh, thought that marriage was not a good idea or they didn't see a point to it especially for men a lot of the men said that and i do get that there are are things about marriage that could be concerning for example uh, if you enter into a marriage then you are giving a woman basically half of all that you own and if she were to divorce you she would take half of that those belongings and all of your wealth even if you did not do anything wrong so essentially that leaves you vulnerable to the abuse of a woman but i would say there um it just becomes very important for you to choose the right partner because the benefits of marriage outweigh the risks of it. Um, To be healthier, to live longer, to make more money, to be less likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, to be um, more likely to have a better sex life, I would say outweighs the risk that your spouse is going to simply up and leave you and take half of your stuff. and leave you paying alimony for the rest of your life or something. So again, it just I'm not saying we should be careless in who we select as a partner, but that we should select someone as a partner. Instead of choosing to embrace the risk of remaining unmarried, we should choose to re- safely embrace the risk of getting married for the sake of the benefits that marriage entails. So thank you guys so much for listening today. If you've enjoyed the content in this episode, reach out and let me know what you thought of the episode through the link in the show notes. You can send me a personalized audio voice message. Give me your thanks, questions, comments, feedback, anything at all. I love to hear those guys. It makes me feel super connected to you guys as audience members, and it makes the podcasting system two-way. You can also follow the Restoring Report podcast on Instagram and Facebook if you're interested in the content we post. So thank you guys so much for listening today, and we will talk to you next time.